0: All right, welcome to the Brotherhood. Um, we've got three guys here myself, we've got Mr. John, we've got Mr. KJ. Um, and Let's I want to get in. Yeah, I know, right? So, what we're just give you a quick you know, I know everyone is <clears throat> trying to figure out, okay, what is this all about? And what it is is just three guys, three men who are we're talking about you know, everyday topics, you know, whatever that case is, whatever the case may be, we're talking about it. We're diving into it and we give you different perspectives of things that will the way we see things. And it gives a, you know, a kind of a a different um, mindset of things. One thing I will say is the breakdown of how we'll do things. We'll cover some different topics. We'll start to do this once a week. We may do some live stuff. We may have some people come in that are special guests. And then we will definitely have it set up to where when you do want to uh, have any questions or whatever, we will set up a email account where you can just send us some messages or dm us um on instagram and say hey you know what got some questions um you kind of shed some light on that so um mr john give us a quick
1: breakdown of yourself what do you like to do um your spare time yeah so let me just start off Full name, John Winston III. <laughs> um, correct. Is that the full name? That, my full name ah, is actually. He, he's going to put this part <laughs> out. What, what, John right. Winston <laughs> <The> III. <third>? Oh. <laughs> but um, 26 years old, Um, always lived in Houston. Uh, Right now, I'm currently employed as a financial advisor nice. at Northwestern Mutual. Um, And Man, my my real passion in uh, passion in life has really just been fitness. Okay. Um, love everything about it, and the best part about it is being able to share that love with other people yeah. and just help people reach their goals. So, yeah, that's on my that's my heart. That's nice.
0: So KJ, we call him Bishop Wright. So if you're hey, out, if you're, yeah, be, KJ Wright, <laughs> come on. <laughs> All right. So my name is KJ. I was
2: born in San Antonio, but grew up here pretty much. So almost like I was born here. Um, you know, love music, worship, solid passion. 25 going on 26. Come on, brother. I like long walks on, on the, the beach.
1: beach.
2: You know, <laughs> you know, I'm on farmers only. Oh,
0: Does boy, it even exist?
2: Oh, if it don't, I'm gonna start it. <laughs> oh, <and> it's Rosenberg. <laughs> somebody's got it somewhere, oh, Rosenberg. Within 10 miles, you find it. Uh, well, you know, like I said, you know, love worshiping, love the Lord, also love acting a fool sometimes and just being me all the time
0: all the time nice so um, let's go ahead and get wait what about no, what about tonight? you, bro? Nah, you nah, nah, nah. hey oh, so Jesus. my name is
3: Michael <laughs> this is, my Michael is Michael Fitness
0: um, I've been um, I'm 34 um, I love music love arts I love being creative uh, I just love you know, trying to be well rounded person um, originally from Miami Florida so you know been in Houston for what 16 17 years Lakers fan, Cowboys fan, hey Um, Cowboys, let's go! Yankees fan, so um, do feel like we got gypped from the the Astros, you know, for not winning that, but you know, hey, it is what it is. Um, Yeah, so so topic on hand. First thing we only want to discuss is sports. So you know, it's been a big thing. I think I think it's been really tough for a lot of people in the country because there's no sports to take your mind off of stuff. Facts. And so, um, like, who who's some of your favorite teams? Like, what are some of your favorite teams? I know I mentioned mine, but yeah,
2: yeah, nah, same here. Cowboys. All I said, I was born in San Antonio, so,
0: so yeah, we didn't yeah. have a football team. We got to Dallas, choose was, so yeah.
2: Cowboys, Spurs.
0: Yeah. Oh man, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, ah, Spurs, Spurs are tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: it's, Spurs it's, are old <laughs> is probably yeah, the better yeah, word. <laughs> you know, when I watch baseball, Astros.
1: So, yeah, yeah, nice. Mm for me, it's like, it's not really even a favorite team. It's a favorite player. Okay. Like okay. LeBron James. Oh, okay. so, sure. Can't, yeah, sure. can't, can't I with, yeah, <laughs> well with that. Insert goat sound here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start the goat
0: conversation. Yes.
2: <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast, <laughs> whole nother podcast <laughs> <down>. <laughs> on the next King episode James. of LeBron. <laughs>
0: so with that being said, I know a lot of the NBA had definitely talked about, um, they wanted to bring stuff back slowly. Major yeah. league baseball did definitely say something about that. Um, you did have Steph Curry and LeBron James, who are more like those high-profile pro- yeah. players. They did talk about, hey, you know what? Um, I don't think we really need to focus on sports, per se. I think we probably need to look at more the things at hand that's going on. So what is, give me some of your takes on that. What do you think? Like, Are you missing sports first? And then secondly, if you are missing sports, what do you think about it? Do you think they're coming off as being selfish or like what? What's going on? I mean, we got COVID going on. We got you know all it's this other lot. stuff. Yeah,
1: I think I do miss sports. Like naturally, a part of me. I just love the competitiveness. Okay. You know, I love seeing just athletes like at their best, mm-hmm. like at their peak. But ultimately, like I can agree with LeBron. I can agree with Curry. Like even at this stance, the at Kyrie's taking right now. Yeah. That yeah. let's cancel the NBA season because right now social, racial injustice is more important. Like, I'm behind that because for most of our time spent in sports, that's always been a thing on the back burner. Yeah, right. Like, the color of our skin. Like, right now, we're looking at most of the sports in America, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, it's a predominantly black sport. Right. Yeah. And for racial injustice, for that to be overlooked in a sport so dominant, like, I wholeheartedly agree. Like, let's address this issue. Let's bring it to light. Because otherwise, the sport will just continue the same way it's been. Exactly. So, I'm all for it. Okay. No. Hey, dude, what, same what, what here, you know. That's
2: it. I think as, as African-American men, that's just kind of the culture we grew up in, like sports. Sunday, it's for church and football or whatever's going on. But definitely, you know, sports, we watch it to It is a distraction. Mm -hmm. You know, you got a rough day, Uh, don't worry about it. You know, the Lakers are going to be playing. Mm -hmm. LeBron, he's going to play. Shaq, whoever your boy is. But
1: all the stuff going
2: on now, it's like, you don't need to be distracted. You need to be worried about what's going on now. Right. So I miss
0: it, but you got to do what you got to do. What impact do you think it's had on the world, Mm -hmm. though? I mean, like, I know because NBA is is a global, right? You already know, I mean, I think NBA is probably bigger than NFL. Globally. I think
2: Honestly. it's probably baseball, what, soccer? Then probably ba- basketball.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, what what impact do you think it's had? Because everybody's experienced COVID,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and so you can't, even the sports world. I mean, all these players, you know, I think it started with Utah Jazz. So what do you think the world is feeling like? Do you think they missed it? They want to come back?
2: Oh, for sure. I think it is. I said – I said, especially I said for us as black men. It's something up. but it's a global sport. Mm-hmm. So that's just another thing that's affecting everybody. It's not just these people here in Texas. Yeah. You no, know, it's big in Italy and Spain Yeah, over there. So I feel like everybody, everybody misses it because everybody watches it. But like I said, it, for safety and political reasons, is it really the best time for you yeah. to come back right now?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I could say, I, man, speaking for myself, like, I definitely miss it. Oh, yeah, for sure. But at the same time, it's like... It's like, I'm okay. Like, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm surviving. <laughs> <laughs> and it, there was a point in time, like, when I remember when it first hit, I was like, oh, my God. we like, we're like oh, this I is the end of the do? world. Like, yeah. Yeah. it was Mondays, Wednesdays, yeah. Fridays, Saturdays, yeah. Sundays. There was a sport game yeah. on where you can literally... It's literally, there's it a relaxation period. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a time where you can come to be like, okay, all my problems happen from 5 a.m. <laughs> to 7 p.m. But when you, you got TMT, home, at that point, I can literally shut off my brain. Yeah. And that's my time to wind down. Yeah. And like, yeah, I missed that. But at the same time, like, I got to replace that with other things. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe I'll read a book tonight and focus on that. Or maybe I'll. What, what do I do? What do I do in my life? <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll do, like, something more productive, yeah. or maybe I'll even go to sleep earlier. Yeah. Like, that's probably something, like, yes, I miss it, mm-hmm. but maybe s- sports being taken out of distraction is a way for God to do a new thing mm-hmm. in your nice. life. So nice. that's how I feel. Yeah.
0: So did you, it was, I know, mentioned we mentioned a little bit earlier so you you mentioned and that was a good point you did say hey when sports was gone I found I added other things into there how did you did that did that make
1: you grow uh, like what, what did that look what does that look like I think it made it definitely made me grow because I truly believe that well just just piggyback on that just with everything sports what else has been removed just mm-hmm. Not being able to go to the gym during COVID. Just other things like that. Vacationing, flying. Vacationing, flying. Like, I think God was just taking away the little G's that were in our life. Mm -hmm. That we began to idolize and put at the forefront. And being... What's what's the famous saying? When you put um, a diamond under pressure, how does it go?
0: I think it becomes a... um, Whatever. It becomes a... um,
1: well when you put
2: put like charcoal under something coal under, under pressure, pressure it, becomes, yeah. it, becomes a, it becomes a diamond, becomes a diamond. something yeah. like that yeah. Yeah.
1: and i think that removing those things removing those little g's allowed me so to purification put, yeah mm-hmm. put that pressure on myself to bring out that diamond mm-hmm. and just it's how how can i grow in this season like Patrick Jim said it all the time, like, don't let this be a wasted season. Mm-hmm. So by those little jeans being removed, I was like, okay, let me address the problems that are inside myself mm-hmm. that I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I get past mm-hmm. that and become just the healthiest version of me? Yeah. Because I'm not right. trying to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not trying to be the best, but yeah. I'm just trying to be the healthiest John that I could be.
0: Yeah. KJ, you're a um, talented musician. So from a musician hey. standpoint, like, what does that look like? Like, uh, I know I don't you, even you talk have, about that. <laughs> this guy, whatever. <laughs> you get, <laughs> you get be mad, yeah. You you because you know you have a lot of. I mean, musicians have a lot of. It's, it's all about perfecting your craft, right. of course, and you get a lot of time to do that. So, being a musician, how does that look like? Where pre-COVID to well, we're still in COVID now, right. but what does that look like from a musician standpoint? Because like, yeah, a lot of musicians. I mean, I talked to a musician well, a couple of, couple of months back, and they were like, you know what? I was playing guitar, but it wasn't that great. But now I'm even better, and I'm writing songs. So what Like, what does that look like?
2: Uh, all right, so we start pre-COVID, because I remember when, like, when it first started, but we weren't really taking it too serious. was mm-hmm. like, ah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, it, we kill it with heat. It can't be that bad. <laughs> so it was like the week before stuff started getting serious. Like, that was probably the most like gigs and events I had lined up in a minute. I was mm-hmm. I was about to be banking just off that one week. I said I was about to buy everybody Maseratis and stuff. Like that's how good that one week looked. Yes, man. And then like slowly you're starting to text. Hey, this week is canceled. We'll see what this next week looks like. And so like slowly each like every day I was getting that text from different people. I'm like, nah nah that was two hundred dollars. Nah nah ah, nah this this was one fifty like so that was that was my initial, like, feel and response. I'm like, yeah. dang. And, you know, as musicians, our job pretty much hinges on being in a group of mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. doing what we do. Yeah. And so at first, like, not too much, but that was like a small little depression. I'm like, okay, this ain't cool. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's, um, there's always a good way to look at it, too. So that is, you know, my first love and passion is cooking. So mm-hmm. I've had more time
0: you're Yeah, you're like a regular Emile Lagasse. Everybody's seen your, your posts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> so we gotta get figured. food network to get you. Yeah, up. yeah. Food <laughs> <hey, laughs> network. Bobby hear Flay, this. You hear
2: this? know? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So no, so I've been able to brush up on that, and even still with music, um, you know, recording more, writing more. I'm posting stuff, actually working with people to actually produce stuff, and I think wow. with musicians in general that we've all been stepping up with our recording game because wow, we can't nice. be out doing yeah. stuff or going to studios. It's like, all right, so Facebook, YouTube, we can live stream. Yeah. And if you don't know how to record yeah. at home or live stream, you either figure it out now or you're not going to have anything to do yeah. at this point. Yeah. So now, you know, I got the little studio, I got the MIDI keyboard, nice. I got the studio monitors and you know, COVID was like, all right, you're, either going, you're going to be home, mm-hmm. so make the best of it. So mm-hmm. that's it. It's still nice. trash, but uh, <laughs> hey, I'm getting more time to perfect those other crafts yeah. like recording, mixing, mastering, and even cooking.
0: Yeah, and so none of it's trash. I've heard some of it. It's not trash. He said. No, I trash, mean no. But... When
2: I say trash, I'm just, I'm talking about the experience. Yeah. Oh, okay. Of yeah, of I COVID. No, not, no, not music. my music. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>,
0: <laughs> That's so shame. The right initial <laughs> response to COVID was like this is trash, okay. but now yeah. yeah. It's made you better. For sure. Yeah. For, for sure.
2: sure. You know, equal and opposite reaction to yeah.
1: everything.
2: What about you, Michael? Because um, I, I, you cook too and you're a musician. Bro, like, Michael does everything. Like, That's this man's record. a vegetarian, <laughs> but he's out here posting flaming youngs on Instagram. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, that looks yeah, good. Yeah, no,
1: it, for
0: me, it was one of those things where I asked God, hey, God, I need more time. Mm. But I, I like do, this. Do. I did <laughs> It was this time. God's like, oh, <laughs> say no more, fam. <laughs> I got say you. This. No I was like, <laughs> I didn't, well, no, literally, I didn't. I, me personally, I, I wasn't expecting this. Oh, I was like, no, you know no what, I give you two, three weeks off. You know, take some PTO and whatever. And we're what, thirteen weeks into it, fourteen Frost weeks into Cameron. it. Like I'm Ooh. like, yeah, I mean, like, yo, it happened. It's just
2: been like one long day. Yeah.
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> it happened. The, yeah, because it happened the week of my birthday. The, yeah, that yeah. That week, and so. For me, is like you know what? Um, and yes, y'all. We six feet apart, if you wonder. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that was that was my thing, but it did help me to. I, I did get a lot more time in writing. I did get more a lot of time in writing. You know, at writing, starting another book. I also got enough time and more time in writing lyrics, wow. writing music, putting that pen putting that pencil back up and start writing stuff. And then just also when it comes to just praying more, mm. um, and then just. Um, bettering myself as an individual. And then one of my biggest things is um, because I have a niece and two nephews, another one on the way, they're all under three, but spending some time with them as well. Yeah, yes. So that, that's that's one of the biggest things. But I think one of the things we got to make sure is that um, from the, the side of the Christian side standpoint, we can't complain about this. Right. I mean, because I get it. You you got, There's people who have job losses and stuff. Yeah. And... God knows everything, the end from the beginning. He knows what our journey looks like. He knows what that looks like. But it's one of those things where just trusting the process—it's right. easier said than done. So, yeah, that's been my—that's been one of my biggest things. So,
1: yeah, that's good.
0: So let's—we're gonna switch um, topics a little bit. So, some—some some of the daily news. I mean, it's we we. 2020 has been, like,
1: <laughs> canceled. It has been canceled. <laughs> it's like Pandora's box. It it's opened and we like, what is all this for? I'm yeah. like, can we just close it back? It's it like, close it
0: the door. <laughs> Throw it away. I mean, can we just go to 2021? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Yo. it's like 2019 you was like, like, um, you're going to miss me when we. <laughs> oh, <it> was like- <laughs> 2019
2: was the worst year for me, though, personally.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> OK. And so so, with what's going on, just everything in general with COVID, with, um, you know, just a lot of the topics that we'll discuss, how does it, how, what's your state of mind right now? Like, how do you feel?
1: Jumbled. <laughs> okay, uh, Man. Um, I guess I'll start off just saying like my state of mind has been, I mean, it's fluctuated. Okay. I've had to keep it real. Like I remember just getting into COVID and just everything Y'all, I'm not going to lie. I was a mess. <laughs> uh, but that's just like naturally, like I feel like as a nine, like as a as a peacemaker. Yeah. Like, like we like to be grounded. Yeah. Like we like to have a sense of being just connected. Yeah. So when that happened, everything was thrown off. Mm-hmm. Like job, my daily routine was mm-hmm. thrown off. And I think that's really just kind of what upset everything in me. So I spent a lot of time. Developing a new routine, mm-hmm. which I want to say probably it was the hardest part.
2: A new normal. A
1: new normal, yeah. yeah, to say the least. And just trying not to dwell on those things of the past. But now, but <laughs> <laughs> right now, little butt guy moment. Butt oh, yes. guy. <laughs> no, I feel like right now, like I think that, man, during that time, like during the most stressful points it sounds so cliche, but I really did turn to God like there were times where man, I'd be in the shower for about 30 minutes an hour just praying just like "Ah, Lord (laughs) Mm -hmm. just, you know, Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing that really came out for me was my purpose. Mm -hmm. Like, little did I know like during the, during this time where everything was co- confusion, was just in place that the biggest thing that would come out was the, the purpose that God has put in my life, yeah. And once that clicked, once He really just started speaking the dreams that He had for me and just what I was put on this earth to do, once that clicked in my mind, my whole perspective changed, yeah. Know? Wow, and like that part. I think at the same time like COVID she's been tripping but at the same time she's blessed me with a gift that I could never get I I never knew was hidden the whole time so wow my perspective has been totally changed and I think more than now like I'm just excited Mm -hmm. yeah like whatever happens after this I'm still excited so
0: KJ what, (laughs) what is that what is that I mean how are you feeling right now like with all this stuff that's going on?
2: No. As far as mental, mind state, honestly, I'm, I'm all right. Like I said, at first, it was a little rough, I'm not going to lie, but it didn't hit me too bad. Like I said, okay. yeah. 2019, that was like the trash year for me. Like,
3: yeah.
2: depression, anxiety, not working, lost my car. Like, personally, it's like nothing can top 2019 <laughs> for me. So, like, far as mental attack wise, this is like baby stuff for me. But
3: okay. <laughs> to say the least, though,
2: it's, it still hits sometimes.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You know, you're sitting there, you're like, you know, uh, I was talking about before, you know, start working again, making money. I was feeling good about myself. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm doing this. And then Rona came in, she said, nah, sit back down. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just trying <laughs> to Take get seat, ahead. Man.
1: So you do you feel like some of those things that you battled with in 2019 just resurface during this time?
2: A little bit. Yeah. Not too much, but a little bit is mentally. Yeah, it's like you know, you start it, you're like, oh, hey, I thought I was doing good, but the minute you start thinking you're doing good, it's like just smack you off the pedals. So it's like, nah, I can't get back down. But um, you know, like I said, just, yeah. Oh, you know, um, but at the same time, it's it's been a blessing too, because even though you know, I think we all want more time, but none of us expected this much time. I said, God said, say no more, fam. I got you. <laughs> and so with that time, is you know. You just gotta use it smart, cause after this, when this is all over, people are gonna start complaining about. Dang, I wish I had more time, and the guy's gonna be like, I gave you fools yeah. more time, <laughs> and but you were just chilling at home, sleeping, and yeah. Netflix, yeah. eating yeah. Funyuns and Netflix and stuff. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm <laughs> that person too. <laughs> no, it's still, I still am, but like, <laughs> it's, it's <what> also, <laughs> you know, still doing the, yeah. the stuff. I'm supposed to be doing it, you know. So, yeah. yeah. No. What about Same you?
0: thing for me. I so. I think how I'm feeling is, um, with all the stuff is going on, I feel good, me personally. Yeah. But then also too, I feel ticked off, because besides the COVID stuff, um, because that couldn't that you couldn't control that. Yeah, That's right. even airborne. I think my one of my biggest things that that really ticked me off is just all this stuff that's going on in the world with you know, with the black lives, and so and it's one of those things yeah. where people look at it as like a taboo subject yeah. that they want to talk about, and then when something flares up, it's like oh, we didn't even see this. It's like, like really? Like, I didn't even know that was <laughs> happening. Like, We've been saying it for it's years! It's <laughs> years. You didn't see I it. mean, and it's like it's 2020, and, and one of the things that's frustrating to me is that because you have people a lot of people who want to turn a blind eye to it and I like, oh, I never knew this was this is going on in the world. Like, wow, I'm such a surprise. And I, I heard one person that really got me got me frustrated. I'm like, that's that statement was very they were like, There was never a problem in with with race racism. I'm like, Well, how 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 so? They were like Are they well, American? Were they have been living <laughs> yeah. here in America? <laughs> right? I'm like, okay, what country have you been living yeah, in? Can see just and they, like, they were like, well, you know, we, we the United States had a black president. Oh, shoot. Well, I mean, <laughs> oh, like, oh, we good. What we complained about. <laughs> like, okay. What does that make? That doesn't make that doesn't that doesn't make anything. I mean, I get it we had a black president and stuff, which, which is cool, fine. But I think one of the things for me Is okay. We had that. That's fine. But we had the president and stuff. But what's going on with what's going on right now? Right. It's you know it's kind of one of those things where and we'll you know in the coming weeks we'll have other people come on. But it's like how do you tell your your three year old nephew what's going on with the news? I mean you can't. Does that conversation look like? Yeah. I mean even with stuff is going on in the world right now, you can't. There's no way to avoid it. You can't, you cannot say turn a blind eye to. And anybody that says, oh, I, I, I didn't know this was going on," you've been living under the rock, and I don't know what rock you've been living under because it's like
2: Patrick you can't turn,
0: uh, you yeah, <laughs> because you can't turn, you right. can't turn a blind eye to it. And I think that's what. Now, I, I'm not agreeing with people to with the with the protesting, the burning of the stuff, and I'm not I'm not saying that, but I do understand why. And so it's people who are not that doesn't have extra melon in their skin, (laughs) you know, that's been blessed that has been blessed with extra they understand it but people who have not been it's one of those things where you have to look at it from a a seek to understand. Hey
3: I'll never understand
0: what you're going through I won't but let's talk about it let's figure out, hey, you know what how can we fix this what can I do? And it's one of the things where you know, I don't want it to us to get to the point where we're just talking about it, and we talk about it, but there's no action done behind it. Right. I think one of the cool things about it is you had Dick, Dak Prescott, yeah, and yeah. he went out and he he donated some money. Michael Jordan for the next ten years is donated one hundred million dollars to get people help people to understand stuff, and so that's one of the things. Even from me go, goes to a, a church perspective, it's the same thing. What? You know, you can't turn a blind eye to it and say, oh, everything's going great. No, you're living under the rock. You can't do that. What can we do as a church and as, as a whole to make sure we can attack this and get it figured out? Because now you are at these places where, you know, people are tearing down statues and stuff that's yeah. been, that represented slavery. Yeah. yeah, You got people who are tearing that stuff down.
2: Yeah, that thing, what they took was a like- Christopher Columbus, yeah. the
0: statue—they cut
2: the head off of a stone statue. Yeah. How do you? And it's like a clean, yeah. slice. <laughs> a clean
0: yeah, and that's the thing. It's just that. So the, those, for me, is one of those things. Is okay. Do I feel things will change? Honestly, no. I don't really know. I mean, you—you've got more people who are aware of it, but will it change? No.
2: I think it's a thing where it's going to have like it's like a scale. It's going to change for a little bit, and then something's going to happen, and then it's going to go right back to where it was. Mm -hmm. And because of that, it's almost like that change didn't even happen. Yeah.
0: There'll be some stuff that tweaks. There'll be some tweaks as far as something being tweaked a little bit, but as far as a major, major shift, a major, major change, nah. If anybody says, oh, yeah, this is going to happen, you're fooling yourself, buddy. I mean, it's,
1: it's the way it is. I think it's just tough... I think it's a, it's a, we're just in a tough time right now, but I want to say just, and I think that's the real reason why we even started this mm-hmm, podcast, mm-hmm. because I feel, we feel like the black Christian man's voice needs to be heard exactly, during right. this time period. exactly Because everybody's going to have a different perspective, mm-hmm. whether you're white, whether you're Hispanic, whether you're black, but as a black Christian man, I feel like during this time, we actually hold a responsibility more than we ever have before. Yeah. Like our voice is... Our voice truly matters Yeah, And I think Us coming out and speaking up about this It's It's different mm-hmm. You know uh, Let me, uh, me kind of speak for myself here But I mean I'm pretty sure y'all can attest at one point Um, I grew up Around all races mm-hmm. Like that's right. pretty much been my whole life And um It was I got to know just a lot of different races And I took a lot of things from a lot of different races Like mm-hmm. people would call me Oreo, mm-hmm. because... Oh, yeah. Same, <laughs> same. <to>, Still <laughs> the same. <laughs> <of> the same. <laughs> because I talk proper, yeah. right, you know? Yeah. And just growing up that lifestyle, it's so crazy that I spent a lot of those years um, ignoring the racial injustices at hand, if yeah. I had to be honest. Yeah. Like, I was so comfortable with the people I was around mm-hmm. that there was... To me... I always tried to be the, see the best in some situations yeah you know yeah. i was like okay like it wasn't really an act of racism it mm-hmm. was just this this and this mm-hmm. because some of those people who weren't the same coloring were my friends yeah yeah and i think truly i think even in them up to going to anchor Bend. Mm-hmm. anchor ben's a, a mixed church mm-hmm. and i love it like mm-hmm. anchor ben has done so much for my life but even up to this point with going to Anchor Bend, I think really the situation that happened with George Floyd really woke me up. Okay. I think that's the best way I can describe it. I was like, man, like for so long in my life, I've made excuses about the racism that was happening because I just want to see the best in people. Yeah. I just want to see, I just want all of us to live in harmony yeah. and be yeah. all together right. as a yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. But in reality, Easier said than done. not only that, it's just like things in this world are not perfect. And I, I needed the idea of something being perfect mm-hmm. to be okay. Mm-hmm. But I read something that was really powerful. It was just that sometimes there's a need for conflict. Yeah, Conflict is necessary. Mm-hmm. Right, And for me to avoid that, that's that's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And so, waking up and being able to go out to the Houston protests and to be able to be like, yes, like I'm a black Christian man and there is something that needs to be done mm-hmm. about this. It was really just an eye opener to this whole situation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's it just kind of that alone just kind of rejuvenated me about this whole thing. It just... Mm-hmm. The fight that we're actually—I feel like we're not in, but we're really just getting started and going into. So you—you so you said
0: something about the, the when you went to the protest. So one, um, kind of explain what that was, and then yeah. two, what was the atmosphere like? Was it tense? Was it fearful?
1: Was Man. it just you know? Did you feel like everybody was unified? What did that look like? It was—it was surreal. Would be the best word I would describe it. And, and and I say this for many different reasons because there was over sixty thousand people. Yeah. Sixty thousand people, man. You fill every sixty thousand. <laughs> yeah. like, like this is one of the biggest say, <laughs> uh, in America. You got Corona. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? is it, did corona even exists? Like, gone. Yeah, Corona gone. went on
2: holiday for a <laughs> few weeks. He
1: <You> said, <laughs> "I'll be back next week." We all had our mask on, but low key, I was like, man, "This ain't doing. This, this, <laughs> this is not a good thing." <laughs> But um, that just proves, like, how much of this situation is bigger than ourselves. Um, But, man, it was just a real, like, it was just a sea of people. It was a sea of bodies. But the the most beautiful thing about it was that it was different races. Okay. I I remember a specific moment, uh, because I think it was me, Vanessa, Joanna, Lex, and Shy that was out there. Um, And you would be walking, and then you would hear, no justice, no peace, no justice, no peace. In my mind, I'm like, there's some black girl that is just yelling at the top of her mm-hmm. lungs out mm-hmm. here. I turn around, it has to be this five-two short, white girl mm. yelling at the top of her lungs, no justice, no please, just shouting. Mm-hmm. That shocked me, like that rocked me mm-hmm. because it was somebody that wasn't my color mm-hmm. who loved me enough, who loved us enough mm-hmm. to be out there in trying to wow. fight for our rights, like that's that was probably the most powerful thing that I really ended up taking from that. Wow. You in? Ooh, uh, I don't know, y'all. I, I it was it was a really just a blessing to kind of be out there. Wow. I don't know if that was a blessing. Wow. No, it was. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. KJ, so like, can you elaborate on that? Like, what is that? What does that look like? How have you I mean, you know as far as with all the stuff going on. There was some more stuff that dropped yesterday where a guy was at Wendy's I saw and, you know, sleeping in his car and cops were trying to come after him and he ended up grabbing a taser and they chased him down. They burned down the Wendy's. <laughs> 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 well, he's a Wendy's. Hey, What we going mean, to do? But, and, and that's another thing. That was in Atlanta. And so, you would think, hey, you know, things would start to yeah. die down and tater down. It's actually ramping up. Mm-hmm. And it's—and I my fear is it's not going to slow down. It's going to be even worse. If think this is
2: probably the calm before the storm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I could yeah. agree with that. No, but no, that was I was talking about before we started recording, like, with this whole corona thing— low-key, I forgot I had black problems. I'm like, yo, just, <laughs> I'm just trying to stay inside, not <laughs> so get sick, you know. You know, we out here filming church, like that. that's that's on my mind. And, you know, I'm like, okay, life is good. Like, for a minute, I was like, okay, corona hit everybody, mm-hmm, all yeah. race, you know, all gender, yeah. you know. So, it's like, alright, we're all in the same field. Yeah. Like, we're all suffering. Yeah. And I was like, alright, you know, we're all in this together. And then, you know, George Floyd, then I was like, oh... Yeah. Yeah. It still
0: exists. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm black. This, Yeah. There's... And positions. it's funny. And see, here's the thing, though. It's funny that Corona doesn't recognize the color of your skin. Facts. She doesn't see color. No.
2: See.
0: No. It's, hey, I'm out. And and you can't even see me. Right. (laughs) You can't give me a hug. (laughs) You can't even see me. You don't even know you have it until two
2: weeks. The the bird box, man. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) It's a
0: two-week process and you may not even know. And 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 that's the thing is that I think that we from I think from uh with Corona doesn't know a race, but then you have And I break this up down. I'm over. I overanalyze a lot of stuff. I said, but if you think about it, when all this stuff happened with George Floyd and all that, it really it struck a nerve in the black community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where yeah, and it didn't hit a a a lot of the white people got it, a lot of Hispanic people, Latinos, and all that. They got it, but it really didn't strike a, a huge nerve like Corona did because everybody was freaking out. With Corona, right. with this right here, and everybody responded with Corona. Mm-hmm. You were either wearing some gloves, you were either staying inside, yes. or you were wearing a mask, yeah. or your your company or said, all the above. <laughs> yeah, or your company says stay home and work from home. Right. One of those. Yeah. With this, you have some people who didn't protest, who say, you know what, I'm gonna stay inside, and and it's just not people of of you know, the white people. There were some black people just like right. I ain't part of this. I'm just right. gonna sit on the sideline, and that's fine. But it also struck a chord with the black community as, hey, this is something bigger than what it is. And then to understand where Colin Kaepernick is coming from, yeah. this bro saw stuff that <laughs> we didn't even see. This man
2: literally had 2020 vision.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and the thing is, I want people to understand is that, and we talked about it earlier before we started this, the, 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 the protest was not against the flag. Kaepernick has been talking about this prior before, but nobody was really listening to this man. They really could care less. They, they really weren't listening to him because they were like, oh, yeah, whatever. But he had to do something that got somebody's attention. He used his platform and said, hey, now you're listening to what I have to say. There's a problem. And so it's one of those things where you, you're – I don't know if you guys remember when a lot of teams won championships, they refused to go to the White House because yeah. of what it stood for. But a lot of Americans in you know in general was like, ah, I don't think you should, it's an honor to go to the White House. Exactly. You know, I know got a lot of go-to state players. They were like, We're not going.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: don't care. We're not going. A lot of the Astro players, they're like, We're not going. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, you cheated, but we're not going <laughs> <in>. hey, <laughs> That's next week. That's next week. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cheated, but yeah. we're not going either. And so, but that that's one of those things where you gotta figure out, okay, hey, you know what? I get it, but now with everything's going on what can we do to fix this I, not even fix this but, but i would say what can we do to make a dent in it like yeah bring awareness Damn. honestly
2: i don't think that i know this, this may sound like the pessimist, but i don't know if there's anything we can do to fix it or make awareness because it, this has been going on for forever that, like george floyd this is just another case that's been happening from Hundreds of years, like in our generation, this is the first time we've experienced it. But you know, some of our, our parents mm-hmm. or even our grandparents, like if some of our grandparents were alive, they'd probably like,
0: oh, like
2: this was this was my childhood. Mm-hmm. And then you know, yeah. So it's like,
0: and it's gone to a different level now. Yeah. I mean, you've got people who, you know, and I, I have people in law enforcement. I'm not getting anything against that, but yeah. when you when you want to take the law into your own hands and do something that's against what you've been taught, mm-hmm. then, you know, and it, I, I understand how people in Minnesota, I understand their frustration because this is not the first time this happened within the last eight years, nine years. Minnesota there was days. another one that happened <laughs> as well when the wife was in the car and they were they were streaming it live on Facebook. Yeah. Right. So it's one of those things where you got to figure out, hey, you know what? What can we do to fix this? Now, question... Do you think, and this is, <laughs> how do you think women look at black men? Do you think women, a woman, a woman. So a specific woman, race or just women yeah. in general? Women in general. How do you think they will look at a black man? What would be your perspective? So we're saying this like walking down the street. Walking down the street. It, would you? Would they, one, what is the perception of it? Two, do, what do you think their thoughts are when it comes to, one, maybe getting in a relationship with a guy who's black? With all the mm-hmm. things that's going on, you want to go first,
1: KJ? Nah, uh,
2: I'm, uh, I'm gonna let you I'm go. I'm you. Go ahead, John. <laughs> you got this.
1: Well, I'll piggyback. I off can here. only speak from experiences. Um, um, you probably can't see us right now, but mm-hmm. if you were to look at me, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I'm six foot, yeah. about 240 pounds. Um, so I'm not a small guy by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I Wish I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my experiences. And I don't even think it's necessarily racism mm-hmm. that happens. It's the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the people, the things that people see and that they witness on the news and hear about, that creates a stereotype about when they see me. Mm-hmm. So, like instances where I'm walking down the sidewalk, yeah. see a see a white lady, see a Spanish. it's not even just white, it's mm-hmm. just Hispanic, mm-hmm. and maybe um, Middle Eastern, mm-hmm. and I'm walking and. I literally, I know in my head it's going to happen, but I see them literally cross the other street instead of wow. walk next yeah. to me. Wow. Same thing for an elevator. Yeah. Like I can, I can, <laughs> I can be in an elevator, and literally that person might just catch the next one. Wow. And out of fear that I may do some physical harm mm-hmm. to them. And I think that translates, man, oh, I, th- I think that just stems so deep. I think part of it is just the way that black men are portrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, we have darker skin, so I feel like looking at it from a physical standpoint, that could be intimidating. Yeah. Something that's being darker. Something that being be a little bit more physical and imposing. Um, and even in the dynamic of relationships, like I dated someone who wasn't of the same uh, race as me. Okay. And I feel like she had made, well, she said to me sometimes, like, she she had to think about, like, my life and those interactions of what it would look like if I did run in with the police. Or there's just a, man, (laughs) walking in even to places as an interracial couple, you can feel eyes on you. Mm -hmm. And you just know it. You Mm -hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> those are tough things to talk about, mm-hmm. but it, it's it's just a it just it just changes the game. Just being, I, I think women really have. I don't even know a way to say this, but just like, it, I think it, I think it's women really have a different mentality when they think about talking to a, a black man mm-hmm. in that sense. Okay, I don't know if you can elaborate yeah, on that. you
2: not. And I, I say I can I say that I'm blessed, and I guess it, I mean, it doesn't go back to racism, but colorism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know I'm a fairly light skinned guy. I've got like <laughs> curly hair and stuff. A lot yeah, of times, bro. like people, they just question what I am. Like, are you mixed? I thought you, you were half, bro. Like you know that's yeah. what most people think. Or like yeah. Hispanic. Like the first time, like when I started playing at church, you know, because I started playing bass, and there was like somebody was going around like, yeah, dude got this new Hispanic dude playing bass. And I'm like, oh, they got a bass player. Okay, I guess I'm good. But the, the Hispanic dude they were talking about was well, me. And, um, and then the, I've had two legitimate relationships. They, they were both Hispanic. And um, I said, it really, at least I did. One of them, yeah. I think one of she was, we first started talking. Um, she kind of questioned, like, what would her parents, yeah. family think about this, bringing home yeah, a yeah. black guy. Yeah. So there was that, but that even too much, nothing that even happened. And then another problem is, I don't think, quite understanding. Mm-hmm. We go through, like, you know, when you drive down Sugar Land, Highway 6. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm just cops everywhere and I'm driving and like if I see a bunch of cops sometimes I'll take the long way home (laughs) just so I know I don't have to pass them. you know I'm not I'm not being sketchy if I get stopped they're not gonna find anything I'm doing good but I'm just like nah let's avoid that
0: because of what has happened
2: right right and so I remember we one of them I went out with we went to I forgot we went somewhere on, on Highway 6 and so we were going somewhere and um she was following me back. And so, like, I could have gone straight, get to where we're going in five minutes, but I saw, like, two cops, and I'm like, no, nah, 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 Let's we're going to take the 20-minute route to get yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And she calls me up. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, eh, you know, there are cops there. I don't really want to do it. And, you know, she just didn't understand. She's like, oh, what are you afraid of? You know, yeah. cops are great. They protect us. And I'm like, yeah, I know. that. You know, that's their job. I totally feel that. Yeah. But, you know, when you're on this side, it's... Mm-hmm. It's just a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Different conversations
1: that yeah. you have. Yeah. I mean, like, so, for you, example.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, because I, I, I've, I've dated, you know, you know interracial mm-hmm. relationships. And for me, it's one of those things where, um, you know, I know previously I had a conversation with, you know, something that happened years back it was a race thing Mm -hmm. it was all the news and you know at the time the girl i was dating her dad was like i understand why people protest i just don't get it like they they don't know what they're doing it doesn't make any sense and i said well if you if you go back and you pull up with martin luther king when they march on the streets that was their only voice that they had and so if you pull back history and time you know, I, I look at it with the, the whole march in Houston. I'm sure Martin Luther King was like jumping up and down, <laughs> having a field day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sixty thousand strong, man. Yeah. and I'm sure he's having he's he's excited, and he's happy because one, you know, a lot of times people, when we when you're in a relationship, especially someone of a different color than you or they have less melanin than you do, yeah, it's one of those things of. Um, you try to get it out of your head, but you can't because it's, yep. it's just what it is. And sometimes you can let two things happen. You can either not let it bother you or you can let it, let it bother you to where it gets you very mad and frustrated because yep. you walk into a room, into a restaurant, and especially if it's a fancy oh, restaurant, yeah. and you got looking, all eyes on you. you on have you. money to
2: afford this steak? Exactly. You get those eyes. Or if you
0: go into a place and they ask you, uh, can you go ahead
1: and prepay for this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they like,
1: but they don't ask anybody else. It's <laughs> like, okay. And it genuinely sucks because you really do love that person. Yeah. yeah. Like, your feelings are true and your feelings are genuine. Yeah. yeah. But there's external circumstances yeah. that, besides the whole, like, where are you going in life? Mm-hmm. Like, what what are your goals? Like, mm-hmm. besides those... Relationship things Issues that you talk about mm-hmm. Like this is a whole Separate mm-hmm. case of issues That mm-hmm. you have to deal with Knowing yeah. being in a yeah. inter- interracial Relationship
0: yeah. And then the other thing You also have to think about too Is if, if You know you get married You have kids and stuff Do How do I explain that To my kids <laughs> How do I explain Hey this is what dad Had to go through This is what mom Had to go through yeah. Well mom didn't really Have to go through Or vice versa yeah. Hey this is what We have to go through You have that talk With them of You know hey this is what you have to look for. If your if your kids asking you, what's that all going on? Why are they burning up a Wendy's? Yeah. Do they not like the food? Well, no, little Timmy, it's not that. Little Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Uh, this man. <laughs> but you know, that's a little imaginary kid. Yeah. But Timmy, um, I got a little Susie too. Little uh, oh, oh, I know. She, 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 so T and S. <laughs> uh, but it's one of those conversations you have to have, and so I think. And I, I had conversations with someone. And they were like, hey, what do you think? Do you think women are less likely to want to date a black man because of they get into a relationship with that person they're afraid that, that something can happen to them? Wow. Um, and, and they're hurt. And and to avoid all that issue, I would just not do that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a very good question because, you know, and maybe that's some, something we have to bring someone in to talk about. But yeah. it's like, I, I don't know, you know
1: even just like I feel like the biggest thing is just the family yeah just, just yeah. that yeah. I mean I'll tell you just like when the first time I met my um, my uh, ex's father mm-hmm. uh, man I'm telling you the most nervous moment of my life yeah because you don't and she wasn't black she was okay. definitely not black okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. but like I think she was, um, she was she was mixed she was white and Hispanic mm-hmm. um, but it was very intimidating to meet her father mm-hmm. Like fathers are already Intimidated Yeah like yeah, yeah yeah Because yeah, yeah. you want to Put on your best self Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well you want to be On your genuine self yeah. But at the end of the day You want to come yeah. At your best um, But considering He was a different race I didn't know What he thought of mm-hmm. me Of how he's his feelings because she could say one thing. Mm-hmm. he say, Oh, my father uh,
2: he loves you. He, loves he ain't got you. a problem with like, people
1: <laughs> 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 He
0: works for the black guy.
1: He, he doesn't
0: see color. But in reality, <laughs> and yeah. I can
1: speak as a black man, you really know how somebody feels about you when you come and interact with them. Mm-hmm. Right. You just, when just you shake it. their hand. Yeah, you f- you have a feeling. Yeah. So that meeting, her father, luckily, her father is a great guy. Mm-hmm. Like he ended up being very genuine. Like, you know, we spend a lot of time with me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's something that, as a black man, you 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 don't know. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Until you actually meet that person. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a really big issue.
0: Yeah. And that's the same thing for me. I, I you know, I, you know, meeting her dad, I'm like, okay, I will just going to go. You know, because <laughs> my previous relationship, um, she was white, her, her mom they hated my guts. <laughs> if words were not, if if words were knife, I would've been dead thirty two times. Right, <laughs> literally, because they couldn't stand me. But that's one of those things. Is like you know, and these people call themselves Christians by the wow. way. Yeah. So it's one of those things you have got to figure out. Okay, you know what? What does this look like? What can I do? And I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. And and if anybody says, "Oh, this is gonna change." It's not. <laughs> there will be some people who will be aware, and there will be some things that people may be, oh, I didn't really realize that, people who were living on the rocks.
2: It's probably the going to change the awareness.
0: The awareness piece. And that's one of these reasons why Dak Prescott donated so much money. And Jordan donated $100 million over 10 years. It's bringing the awareness around. Yeah. And people won't say the same things they used to say. No. Like, they won't be able to get away with no. it. No. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they're going to be more self-conscious of what they say. I'll give you a perfect example. There's a well-known soccer player. Um. Uh, his girlfriend, no, actually, his wife liked a tweet on something that was very controversial. Mm-mm. The soccer team let him go. Wow. Mm. And it was international soccer team, but they let him go because it's things are too heated and things are
1: too ramped up. Saving face rather yeah, yeah. than... Exactly. That, that's ultimately the question. Like, you see all these companies, NASCAR, Starbucks, a lot of these companies that already, that either weren't addressing the issue or maybe to turn the bond on to the issue. Yeah. NASCAR was talking about how they they banned
2: the Confederate flag now.
1: Exactly.
2: Which that's something I feel like they should have done should've a, long a long time ago. Time ago. But, like, I feel like there's some people like, oh, you know, we're from the South. We're rebels. This is our pride. You know, I like, I grew up listening to Leonard Skinner and stuff.
3: Yeah, so until I man. knew
2: what that was, I thought that was like the coolest thing, you know. <laughs> Freebird just, everybody like, oh, yeah. I remember yeah. I, I was at a band practice and there was a kid there. He was white. He played drums, mm-hmm. and he had the Confederate flag on his wall, you know. But me growing up listening to Southern rock stuff like you know. That was nothing to mm-hmm. me. And uh, I remember my dad picked me up, and I told him about, yeah, man, you know, he's got he's got the little Leonard Skinner flag and stuff. And then my dad's like, Leonard Skinner flag, <laughs> what does it look like? <laughs> you know, it's red, it's got the little blue flag. And, uh, hey, he's not boy. going over there anymore. <laughs> 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 and, you know, I'm like, what's wrong? But now looking back at it, I'm like.
1: Yeah. yeah. But you know what's crazy about that whole NASCAR situation, that they banned the mm-hmm. flags. But yeah. I just read this morning, I forgot what his name was. I think it was like. Oh, man, I got to I gotta look it up. But he took offense that they banned the Confederate flags because his view was that this is a part of Southern history. Right. And so he decided to retire mm-hmm. from NASCAR. So you just, I think that just speaks to how deep this thing goes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, even though we're bringing something to the surface, it's another level that it's on. And, and it's, it's 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 really it's shocking, you know. So here here's a question I have, mm-hmm.
0: okay, and maybe you guys can, you know, enlighten me on this. So from a from from a church perspective, because there's a color problem in churches today. I for sure. we want it. to? Everywhere. Or not. It's the yeah. no yeah. most specific place. You know, there's there's no precip- Yeah, everywhere there's a, there's a color problem yeah. in churches. So, one, what can be done to? I wouldn't say fix it because it can't be fixed.
2: Make it better, at least.
0: Yeah, improve. What can what improvements do you think? Hey, I think if more people are aware of this, then maybe people will
2: understand. Because here's my thing: So when you say color problem, church, what give an example? What are we talking about? So let's say, for example,
0: things? I'll give you an example. So if your your if your church is looks like heaven. Right. Yeah. And all yourself is all people from Japan.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's Asian a, heaven. Yeah. And, I,
0: and so for me, and, and, and I don't want people to think always racism is a black-white thing. It's not. Mm-mm. You know, it's it's a color thing. I think that's one of the symptoms. Yeah, but it's one of the symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think that's just all that. And so it's, it's one of the things of being intentional. And I, I remember... Visiting a church, and I was sitting down talking to a pastor years ago, and I I told him, I said, they did a breakdown on this church, and this church, there was no race that was, it was even across the board, even mixed, and I asked him, he was in the elevator, and I said, "Um, I just got a quick question, your church is so mixed, right, and he was like, yeah, I said, why, like no? I, I get your messages are the bomb and all right. that, and the worship is great. But why is your church so well diverse? Yeah. And the one thing he said to me was, he made a statement. He says, he says this. I want you starting on Monday. Go to the church office and go visit my staff. Yeah. I said, okay. What do you mean, to do? So just go to the church offices on Monday, and go visit my staff. And I said, okay. And what do you want me to do? He said, just go. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, Pastor. I'll, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> so I went, to his, I went to visit. Got there at 9.30 in the morning. Visited the church. And I'm just visiting. I mean, they have a total of, I think they had, at that time, they had 90 people on staff. Wow. Paid staff in their offices and stuff. And so when I went in there, three doors into it, I was dumbfounded. Because I was like, there was people that were Asian on staff. Yeah. Latin descent. Yeah. Um, Nigerian, black, white. Yeah. There was people from Cuba on staff. And in I'm like, Wow. Okay, it makes sense. And after I visited all the last offices, there was one more office that the hit, which which is his. And he was a white pastor. And he said, So what did what conclusion have you come up with? I said, you were intentional about your stuff. He's like, Come on. exactly. Yeah. He says, you have to be intentional. He says, it's one thing for me to say, hey, I want a multicultural church. But it's another thing for me to put actions behind it. And I'm showing, hey, you know what? I'm being very intentional. Because let's be honest, if you walk into a barbershop, and you got a black guy, a white guy, Hispanic guy. You gonna go to. You're gonna go to the black guy. Yeah. <laughs> <like>, oh, <laughs> <what> <laughs> he, no he knows hey. how to cut my hair. <laughs> I'm not going to oh, anybody
1: no, for white. Sure, sure, sure. And I'm just
0: being straight. I'm not I'm not trying to sugarcoat yeah. it. If I see somebody who's black, yeah, barber, I'm gonna to go to this brother who knows how to cut my hair. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the things is because you know, it's one of the things where, hey, but and this barbershop is in Houston, the galleria, and they have a mixture of barbers because they're like, hey, we want to attract everybody.
3: Yeah,
0: Black ownership, but we want to attract everybody, so we are intentional. We have some Latin so barbers good. in here. So that's one of my things is I think for us, is being intentional. So from you guys' perspective, what does that look like? What do you think are some other things that can, from a, a Christian perspective, when people walk into a church, they don't feel the oddball out. Right. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm, st- there's a, i'm the i'm the the oddball you know I'm, you got a bunch of salt and i'm the the pepper one piece of pepper in the whole yeah. salt jar what I does think, that look I like? i think
2: you nailed it on the head really yeah. but just take that and take that ideal across everything
0: where do so you think that start it
2: starts what? it starts from the head on down
0: gotta start with leadership
2: yeah. you know me as a musician whenever i go into church or something the first thing i'm thinking about is like music and sound mm-hmm. if the music ain't dope I don't care how good the word is. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'm out of here. But that's just how my mind is wired. Yeah. So, like, one, like, talk about, like, worship teams and yeah. music, you know. Especially as people of color, but everybody, you know, music speaks to people. It's universal. So two of my favorite worship teams is um, yeah. Lakewood mm-hmm. and Elevation, especially mm-hmm. more than mm-hmm. ever. Because when you go listen to them on Sundays mm-hmm. or the music they've put out, wow. it's not, like, like all the way like CCM, mm-hmm. and it's not like extremely gospel, mm-hmm. like what they do it they do a little bit of both they, they do stuff in Spanish mm-hmm. they're speaking to everybody mm-hmm. you know, and it's not the wrong with it if you're at a church and you only play gospel music you're you're just gonna get black people mm-hmm. if you're yeah. at a church and you only play CCM like Chris Tomlin mm-hmm. you're gonna get white people mm-hmm. not the wrong with that you go to church and you're doing worship music only in Spanish. Mm-hmm and you're going to get Hispanic people. Mm-hmm. But when you start taking all those things and mix it together, hey, I want a multicultural church, so let me do multicultural stuff, Yeah, then that's when you start getting people. Because I said just whatever you're doing and you're trying to speak to people, you got to speak all languages. Yeah, that's good. It's just like a, if not, you got to have a translator. Mm-hmm. And then you, then you got to have somebody in the middle trying to translate for you exactly. and you don't know if they're getting it right or yeah. getting it wrong yeah but if you go out and learn all the languages you need to learn to then when you start talking to people you're like oh i got this he yeah. speaks japanese i'll talk to him japanese good i can stuff. say what i want yeah. he speaks spanish or portuguese yeah yeah so i think said, so what you said just take that and just put that across the board be intentional that's so good i think i think even just with
1: I mean, let's, let's speak about our own church here, mm-hmm. Anchor, <laughs> Anchor Bend, mm-hmm. Texas, mm-hmm. um, us, I know something for me, cause I'm probably, I've only been at Anchor Bend for eight months, okay. eight, nine months going on. It feels like five years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel that, I feel that. Lord. Um, <laughs> but I think something that's just really sold me, it's like, you know, you get up there and you see the worship leader, mm-hmm. the main person on stage in the middle mm-hmm. is black, mm-hmm. Right. And then you're walking around the whole Anchor Bend campus and you see, like, say you see Pavel, mm-hmm, yeah. which is, I forgot what his race is, but. Um, European. Sense, I think he's European, it's European yeah. right? Yeah. That's totally something that you wouldn't expect. And then you can go meet Nico, mm-hmm. which is Hispanic. Then you have myself, you have mm-hmm, Bobby. Mm-hmm. And so in every aspect, in every corner of Anchor Bend, you're meeting somebody mm-hmm. from a different culture and racist mm-hmm. you. And I think even just attesting to worship, man, I remember that day where y'all were singing and then y'all switched it up in Spanish. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to sing along to the word. Like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. But I think those little moments, those yeah. instances it's it's like that, just really just kind of draw your heart into it, you know? Yeah. Because you're being intentional. You're not you're just you're not
0: you're not soloing it out and right. saying, "Hey." When people see that you're really trying, like yes, you're trying yes. to, hey, we're trying to identify with you, even if you may butcher it wrong, right? They, they know you At least tried. you're trying. They know yeah. you <laughs> tried, and, and, that, and that's what goes a long way. And so I think you, you guys said it well. It's figuring out, hey, what can we do to? And you said it too, KJ, hey, you know, hey, languages. Japanese Spanish whatever the case is yeah I'm making a huge mix that's right. good on that that's good so final question um so if you had one thing if there was one thing you could do or say to someone tomorrow that you would see on the streets that would make a life impact on them what would it be
1: mm. who want to go first KJ I'll go first, but I gotta think about it. Well, for me, I can speak on this. Being black, but also being Christian. Okay. I guess my three words have always been love conquers all. Okay. Like that's something that I live my life by. Okay. Um, because at the end of the day, like we're this world we're all filled with different colors, but um, I can speak for my very first serve day Mm -hmm. here at Anchorman, and for someone who was lost, for someone who was searching to be found, searching to be loved Mm -hmm. by somebody, Mm -hmm. I remember specifically two people, Nico and Mandy, Mm -hmm. two Hispanic people that weren't the same color as me, Mm -hmm. were so intentional with me that day. And at that moment, I can say like, yeah, I, I didn't see race. Like, I know they're Hispanic, yeah. but yeah. I didn't see race. But the fact that they loved on me, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, they haven't stopped loving on me, mm-hmm. right, <laughs> even right. during the darkest times, yeah. even with the times, like, yeah. I haven't been my best. Like, their love for me has really transformed my perception about a lot of things. Yeah, And I think as black Christian men, I think that's even our duty and our responsibility Mm -hmm. to show, to continue to show other people love. Exactly. Like, as black Christian men, by showing other races love, despite what we're going through, despite the attacks on us, that speaks more volumes. Exactly. That speaks more volumes. And that's why I just like, I I just love your point about Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. It's just that that man showed love no matter what. Yeah. And even though things aren't perfect, that ignited the change. Yeah. So I really true believe, like, those three words, love conquers all. That's what I live by, and that's mm-hmm. what I stand by. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, come on, brother. Uh,
2: I didn't keep it simple. Just, like, it's tough, but it gets better, you know. Yeah. So There's a lot of stuff I've been through. We've all been through. You know, by the grace of God, we're still here. A, yeah. Sometimes people they get so stressed out and they're like oh, I can't handle this but you got this and you know everybody always takes the verse out of context that God won't put more on you than you can handle he's in that verse they're talking talk, they're talking about temptation mm-hmm. that's good. but I feel God will definitely put more on you than you can handle because the minute you can't handle it that's when you're like oh I gotta give this to him because mm-hmm. yeah. I can't handle it mm-hmm. yeah just good. that no, even though traffic does get better. Yeah. So.
0: I think to 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 tag onto that that piece of what you just said is um you, when you think about it, think about Job. Yeah. Mm, like I yeah. was like, I'm not gonna let you touch him. Yeah. And then say was like, just give me a shot. Just just give me one shot. He'll curse you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a, here's my thing. Here's my thing, okay. Mm -hmm. If and think just think about this. All with all the stuff that's going on with us, okay, we never went through the stuff that Job went through. Right. Right. Like I understand we stress out. I get it. Mm -hmm. But this man lost his sheep, Mm -hmm. his cattle, Mm -hmm. his house, his kids. Literally everything was gone. Yeah. And we complained about a headache. Or something didn't go right. <laughs> <laughs> you were going through it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but what and, and, and it, it got even hit close to home where his wife said, you know what, Joe, just curse God and just let's just die. Wow. But what happened? He didn't he didn't stop. And the same thing what you said earlier, he he God didn't give him something that he knew he couldn't handle. Yeah. So what he do, he said, okay, saying go ahead, do what you want to do, but I know Joe. Joe won't, that that won't happen to him. That he won't break. And so, if I was to see someone, I would tell him to just to hang in there. Yeah, that's just good. stay yeah. strong. Because from and definitely from a, a Christian perspective, because the one thing that I won't say hate because hate is a strong word yeah. that I dislike is to see a Christian complain. Yeah. Because you didn't have your ear chopped off. Yeah. You never had a viper bite you when you cutting wood and throwing it into a fire pit. You didn't have it where you made your last meal, just you and your son, and you're about to pass out and die. I'm telling you. And, and a prophet come by your house and say, hey, <laughs> make me some make me some food. Right, right. <laughs> because nowadays, what we would say, oh, do you think just because you're a minister, I got to feed you first? Right. <laughs> I'm telling you. But that's, that's one of those things. And so... And for me, that stay strong and hang in there because there's so much stuff that, that we've got it easy. I get it. We have daily stresses and daily things. But you got to understand this. When we were born and God put us in our, our mother's womb, he already knew the plan that he had for us. He had it all journaled out. And I used to stress out about it when I was 20. I used to stress out like big time. Starting at 21, I'm 34 now. I was stressing out majorly because I'm like, hey, you know what? I don't know if this is going to happen. This is going to happen. I got a lot of gray hair. And then it got to the point where I realized, I'm like, you know what? I didn't put myself on this earth. God put me here. Come on. Two, he said, I know the, numbers, the the hair on your head. I know how many you have on there. I said, okay, cool. He's, he knows what he's doing. Number three, he knows my journal. my journal. He knows my yeah. book. So he knew whatever I'm going to face, he knew I was going to face it. So why am I stressing out about it? He knew whatever happens on our daily journey, God already knows. Exactly. Like, he already knows. Like he, he, So it's getting to the point where I hate people to use the term where, you know what, God's a pilot, I'm a co-pilot. No, I'm the person where I'm just sitting in the back seat. I'm just going to do the ride. Right. <laughs> if, we get, if we hit an air pocket and we just start bouncing, bounce city, mm-hmm. that's fine with me. I just know, hey, you know what? I'm going to get to my destination. But I think from a Christian perspective, we have to make sure we're trusting God. And it's easier said than done.
2: Oh, no, for sure.
0: It's easier said than done. So, oh, God, I trust you. Well, okay, he's okay. I'm going to try it. And think about it from the standpoint of, if we say, God, I trust you, we're going to get tested because things are like, <sighs> it's going to come. Hey,
3: <laughs> hey we,
0: got <laughs> we, got, we got another Let one. We got another one. Let me try. Can I, can so I like, try? i try here flexing. Exactly. All right. God's like, no,
2: Susie. I don't know about her.
0: Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. I didn't tell
1: you to say nothing. <laughs> exactly.
0: So how, how 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 be careful what we say, because yeah. if we say, God, I trust you, you got this. Okay. Cause you're gonna get tested, right. and then understanding every level we go to, there's gonna be bigger, bigger devils that we're gonna have to face. So you can't just sit there and just say, "Hey, you know what? Everything's gonna be easy street." Because God, it, it, God talked about it. I never said it was gonna be easy, but I always said it's gonna be worth it at, That's in the end. So good. I know we we give a we give we give a joke about. Um, that's one thing that that was the first thing I've ever, I ever heard, and KJ told me, but told me this. He was like, Uh-oh.
1: "This kingdom, this should be this should be kingdom points. Oh,
0: kingdom points. Kingdom, <laughs> coins. kingdom, coins. <laughs> kingdom <coins. laughs> Like What we talking Wait,
1: about? I was like, anytime I serve, I'm depositing kingdom yeah, <laughs> Exactly.
2: Wait, my totally mansion, totally kidding by the way. Yeah. I already <laughs> paid off with the
0: kingdom <laughs> hey, Coins. I'm like, what here are you go. Kingdom going, bro? <laughs> but that's one thing that I learned is that, hey. From what we do, I mean, yeah, I get it. We can't take kingdom coins to pay our mortgage and our, because our, they're going to be like, what is that? <laughs> that I was like, oh work. no, Jesus <laughs> paid. I'm you're,
2: like, like, you're trying to repo my house? No, Jesus paid it all. Sarah. Like, <laughs> give me the keys. <laughs> no, they're not going to understand uh, that. This man. <laughs> but
0: to know that God will provide, like, and that's yeah. one of the things for me, like, he's never. He comes right on time. I mean, you're I want never to be late. late. <laughs> right. But never early. <laughs> and I want him to be a little bit early. Right. But he's right on time, literally. And so it's one of those things when you ever you get to the point where you're trusting God, yeah. and you trust the process. And it's literally trusting the process because I don't think we really, from a Christian perspective, we really don't trust the process. Because if we did, we wouldn't have worries and stress and eating disorders and... and <laughs> Us killing ourselves and we just oh, have a mental, social men- mental state of mind where we gotta see a psychiatrist because we just going crazy. Um, and a lot of that could be medical stuff, I get it. Yeah, but yeah. it's trusting the process and knowing, hey, you know, he won't give us more than we can't bear. Mm-hmm. And really understanding that, because I
1: don't think we really really don't understand it. Did you have something, John? And even uh, just just like one on that point Just like even in the storm He's moving Yeah Like even when we don't see it Ooh yeah, that's, some, that's, that's some that's lyrics a song. <laughs> That's a song even when I don't see it working That's my worship that team man, That man's okay. a way maker Miracle worker <laughs> But Probably. just piggyback on your On what you're saying about trust It's like I think it's so important As Christians That When we're trusting in God That we also have to reach Another level Of in a sense Okay I trust in God God has got my life but how can I be a light to somebody else? I think at the same time, we, we are the church. Mm-hmm. Our church expands outside of these four walls. And I think like the scripture I was just thinking is perfect for is Matthew 5 and 15, which says no one lights lamp and puts it under a basket, but rather on a lampstand and it gives light for all who are in the house. Mm-hmm. In the same way, let your light shine before others. So that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Mm-hmm. Man, I think once we get that trust, man, like, it's our duty to go out there and really spread that light yeah. out to others. Because honestly, man, like, that I feel like is what people really need right yeah. now. They need hope. Yeah. They need to believe that somebody's out there that's looking for them. Yeah. And that's why with this whole situation, I think that might be the only point where I disagree, mm-hmm. is that I do believe things are going to get better. Yeah. Like, I don't think they'll ever be perfect. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, racism no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. will. But I think that there's something being fought in the spiritual realm mm-hmm. of all this, mm-hmm. that there is revival coming. Mm-hmm. And because of that revival, I think we're kind of seeing that firsthand. Mm-hmm. Like when have we ever seen people speak up about racism the way they are? Yeah. When have we seen people stand together about racism the way they are right now? Like when have we seen things transpire in this fashion? So I believe revival's coming. I believe guys doing something new and things, no, new, things will never be perfect. But I think if we could just continue sharing, Sharing our light, mm-hmm. that things will truly get better. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. KJ,
3: one
2: KJ, last word. What you got? Uh, no, no, I'm Just everything else said. I said, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Ditto that. Words. No, just like, um, trust the process, follow God. Or somebody kind of explained God to me like a GPS. Yeah, you that's know, good. When you're going somewhere you've never gone before. What do you do? You get the address, you put it into Google, say, this is where I want to go. Google says, all right, this is the best and safest way for you to get there. It's going to take you 25 minutes. If you leave now, you'll get there on time. And you're like, okay, bet. And what happens is you start seeing traffic and stuff. You're like oh, this ain't going to work. Let me go somewhere else. (laughs) That's good. And then, you know, Google's rerouting, rerouting, And then you try to take a left, and now it's going to take you 45 minutes. Wow. You're like, oh, there's probably going to be a pothole, 60 minutes. But in actuality, if you keep going, you get the little notification, hey, there's a pothole up Mm -hmm. here or this. Mm -hmm. Here's a better route for you. Mm -hmm. Google was already going to tell you that. But you decide to take it upon yourself, oh, I know how to get to this place. I know I'm gonna take this left, and now instead of the 25 minutes, Google told you you have got to take an hour, two hours, or you might not even late. get there. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. You're not gonna get there, or even worse, you get lost because yeah. you've never been there before, <laughs> yeah. and then you're frustrated and you're mad at the GPS. Yeah, you're like come on, the stupid phone. It's, no, yeah. the GPS told you go this way. You get there yeah. in 25 minutes, yeah. but you thought you knew better to get to the place wow. you've never been, and. Now you lost Come on bro That's a whole word
0: Yeah So On our next segment We're gonna have We're gonna talk Each one of us Will bring something To the table So KJ What is something That you'll be talking about In our next segment What's one thing You're gonna You're gonna
2: Tune in next. We can find yeah. out. That's what I'll find out. Too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mr. John, what we, what we got, man? What, what, what is something that you, that's been on your heart, or, or
1: you've been man? On what I want to talk about. Just speaking after everything that happened to me in COVID, I want to speak about just the feeling of like purpose. That's okay. me. Okay. I think I think that's what I want to bring. Okay. Talking about purpose. KJ, you got something? Some, you, some, some, something, some, just something dropped.
2: No, some, I don't know what it is, but it, it'll be dope okay.
0: okay. Yeah. So <laughs> what you Mr. Michael?
1: What you going to bring? Yeah, what you going to talk about, Michael? <laughs> it was about to end the whole <laughs> show. Oh, oh and that's it, guys, All right. goodbye. <laughs> Let's go. We're done. So
0: so one of the things I'm going to one of the things I'm going to talk about is um relationships and so um yeah. how to navigate Ooh, I'll be that. the listener. I ain't going to be on there like, So oh, that's this, that's, that's one thing I'll bring to the table. I will will we'll shed some light on relationships and what does that look like and how what is it What does red flags look like? Yeah, 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 we'll (laughs) definitely have to, and then we'll also, yeah, (laughs) we have some special guests in. um, We'll also have um, Pastor Chris. We'll probably have him on the next segment. Um, Someone who can definitely shed light on a lot of different topics that you know, black Christian, yeah, and married, yeah, Yeah. and how to talk to your kids on on just certain things, whether it's relationships, yeah, um, whether it's hey, you know what. You want to pursue something in the music industry, uh, whatever the case may be, That's good. Um, and then just stay in focus. So we'll have that there. KJ, one last word. You got anything to say, bro? Uh, just you know, it gets better. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mr. John? Uh, the brotherhood, man. I Damn. know, right? It was our first one. <laughs> it was our first one, and many one. to come. First but I've had, a, I've had a good time, man. Yeah. i not going to sure, lie. For sure.
0: So great. what we'll do is we we'll have it set up to where whenever you have any questions or any comments or concerns, or, hey, you know what, I got an idea, I have a question about this, uh, we may do some of them that will be live for sure. Um, and then if you want to do some, send in some questions or whatever, you can do that. So our next segment, we definitely will have it go live. And then we'll just sit there and do his talk. It's going to be on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Come on. And however you say, hey, you know what? I want to tune in. Definitely spread the word. Well, I definitely have an Instagram out. Yes. It's going to be the brotherhood. Um, just do at the brotherhood. That's it. Uh, they'll have that set up. But then we want it to be the way it to be very interactive. So you got questions, comments, send them out to us. Hey, what does this look like? You know, you may be uh, somebody who has less melanin in your skin. Yeah. What do you guys go through when this happens? Or how does that, how do you figure that out? So, um, but, yeah, it's going to be great. Um, this, this, I just want to give you a, a heads up. So this thing is all about, it's not about anything about, oh, we're better than anyone. Right. Um, I think we all can agree on that. It's just, hey, you know what, what does it look like from a black man's perspective? But then on top of that, a black Christian man's perspective, right. mm-hmm. God's view of how things are done. And that's why we want to bring in other people who are, Older than us A little seasoned You know yeah. Have more grit And they can shed light On a lot of things That stuff that people Don't want to talk about
2: More melanin
0: Less melanin mm-hmm.
1: Yeah exactly. Let's see we Can get PJ on here I'm just kidding <laughs> Oh hey You never know You this never man know gonna give a whole word <laughs> Yeah
0: <laughs> So yeah So like I said Hey it's Brotherhood um, We thank you for Tuning and listening to us um, it's, it's been great Yeah man It's been good It's been good Alright guys We're out we're Thank out. you right. Bye Peace